Welcome, everyone, to Horror Cafe, where we're serving up a cup of horror one episode at a time. I'm Erica. And I'm Jackie. And today is a very special episode. It's a listener request, and this one's coming from Tamala T and family. Tammy sent us this beautiful email describing how much you're enjoying the podcast, you and your family sharing some extra things with us. And we asked you for three movies, and we chose... The movie we're reviewing today just for you guys. And the movie is The Cabin in the Woods. So here's to you, Tammy, and your family, your horror family. Yes. And off we go. Hope you enjoy the episode just for you guys. Let us know. And uh, let's get into this. So we're recording again on an unprecedented day for us Mm -hmm. on a Friday evening after work you know what that word shaking it up you know what that word reminds me of which word unprecedented Unprecedented. did i not use it right no you did okay what it's just that it was used so much during the pandemic era oh no when i hear it i think of that oh i'm sorry (laughs) no it's okay i just think it's hilarious how a word can actually or a phrase or a phrase can transport you back to a time. But true. in this case, it's that because you heard it so much on the news that That's true. people actually started making memes about it. Oh, man. <laughs> well, anyway. Anyway. We're recording on a Friday evening after mm-hmm. work instead of our usual Saturday morning. So we're not drinking. Well, I'm not drinking coffee. Uh, neither am I. I am having my Friday recording drink, a Jack and Coke. Nice. I'm just having good old sparkling water. Because it's hot, I'm thirsty, and I'm not in the mood for any drink at the moment. (laughs) Well, I need to unwind. I've had a rough day and week, to say the least. Yes. All right. Well, shall we get into this plot? Yes. Let's hike over to the woods. (laughs) When five college friends arrive at a remote forest cabin for a little vacation, little do they expect the horrors that await them. One by one, the youths, the youths, youths? fall victim to backwoods zombies. But there is another factor at play. Two scientists are manipulating the ghoulish going-ons. But even as the body count rises, there is yet more at work than meets the eye. (laughs) I watched this movie. First of all, I didn't realize how old this movie is. Mm -hmm. It's really old already. I watched it, not in the theater, but when it came out on streaming, it was a big deal. People really talked this movie up, and that's the only reason I watched it. Mm -hmm. And I remember not really liking it or being impressed. Okay. Same thing happened to me. Okay. When I first watched this movie, I was like... I thought it was dumb. (laughs) It just probably went over my head. Same. Same. I did not like it. I was, what was the point of this? Right. Same here. I was underwhelmed. Yes. (laughs) I heard all the hype. Yeah. And I kept thinking this is like a ripoff of the Evil Dead at some point, you know, especially at the beginning, how it looks and the friend, it was like, what's going on here? Right. It did go over my head. Yeah. Completely. Because Mm -hmm. I'm going to say it right now from the very beginning. I like this movie now. 
Yes, and spoiler alert for me as well, I definitely enjoyed the movie this time. Mm -hmm. But I think that goes to show you, honestly, that I think this podcast has really changed how we view horror. Yes. Because this is a horror comedy, Mm -hmm. which 10 years ago, or however old this movie is at this point, and, and I can say 10 years ago, even five, I did not appreciate horror and comedy in the same Sitting. Yes, I know. You fought me tooth and nail to watch a couple of movies. Yes. But and then you watch them and somehow that just clicked? Yep. I, I don't mind a good horror comedy. It's when it's a little bit too slapsticky, like Three Stooges type. I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. Um. So I don't mind it. And cool. But for some reason, when I watched this movie... I think it's because it wasn't what what I expected. I expected something mm-hmm. else. I think that's what got me the first time too. I didn't I didn't know anything about it because no one spoiled it. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was something completely different. I thought it was more of a haunting mm-hmm. story. Yes, yes. And then when it when it wasn't, plus I really despised gore back then versus now, where I just. It doesn't seem to bother me as much. Uh, clearly not. <laughs> AKA I, Terrifier, Terrifier 2, the Rob Zombie movies. Yep. And some of these, uh, what are the splatter gore books that I've read or uh-huh. novellas. So I've gotten a very, I've matured <laughs> in my gorehood. Wow. Still okay. not my thing. All right. But I get it. I get it. You know, so that could have also been a deterrent at the time. But mm-hmm. the point is, I'm actually glad that we rewatched this because I definitely enjoyed it mm-hmm. this time for what it is. Cool. Awesome. I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> Shall we head into some movie facts? Yes, please. And clearly, people agree because the critics on Rotten Tomatoes gave this a 92. It's higher than the audience rating. Mm. which the audience rating is 74%. That's pretty high. I mean, I don't, I would invert them, to be honest. Mm -hmm. You would think it was the other way around? I would think it would be the other way around, but hey, we'll take it. Anytime horror is above 50, I would say, I think we've said that before, is a good day. This was released, wow, this was released (laughs) on April 13th of 2012. And it has a beautiful runtime of an hour and 35 minutes. It was perfect. The time was perfect. It was perfect. It had a budget of $30 million and it grossed $66.5 million. So it made its money and some. Mm-hmm. So I'd say that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Now, we found some facts. Mm-hmm. Actually, you found these facts. Yes, I did. The director of this movie, this was his Derek. I can't say directorial debut. Yes, there you go. And this is Drew Goddard. Goddard (laughs) sounds good to me. I am so sorry. (laughs) Get it? Sounds good to me. (sighs) Hey. (laughs) Oh my god! The movie was written in three days. Yeah, isn't that amazing? And I got a (laughs) ninety-two. So go figure. Uh, this movie is a love-hate towards the horror genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has, it is, I'm going to quote it here. It was built out of an affinity for old school slasher flicks, but also a contempt for the rise of the quote-unquote torture porn movies that 
proliferated in the 2000s, which I agree. Mm-hmm. It was an attempt to have fun, but also criticize the wave of sadistic horror films that had flooded the market. I found that very interesting. This movie was filmed in... Canada! Canada. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's one that I found really interesting. Mm-hmm. So, the jock, no, sorry, not the jock, the fool. They mm-hmm. all have names, aside from their real names in the movie, but the fool, who is the pothead, the, the, the fool yeah. of, the, of the group. There's a scene where they're at the lake, and he's the only one who does not take his clothes off to jump into the lake. Mm -hmm. And the reason that he did not take his clothes off is because he's extremely buff. What? Yes. Hmm. Now, they didn't feel that someone who would be a stoner pothead would be buff. That's messed up. Why not? Exactly. They should have let him. That Agreed. doesn't even make sense. But I think they did a great job because he does not look buff under any of the clothes that he's wearing. No, I would never think that. At all. Hmm. So I thought that was interesting that they would think that a stoner, pothead, whatever, well, he's a pothead because all he does is smoke pot, would not have a buff body. I guess I they know. figure he's too lazy to lift weights. Like, apparently Maybe not. the munchies and all that stuff. I guess. Oh, well, I mean... And continuing on that stream, there's yeah. a part where he busts out with a coffee mug that expands into a ginormous bong. Mm-hmm. Well, that little prop cost a nice $5,000 to That's make. That's crazy. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> I have one more little fact mm-hmm. before we continue. Okay. The director in this movie, the director of this what is this? Lab, idea, mm-hmm. facility mm-hmm. is Sigourney Weaver. Right. She was not the first choice. The first choice was Bruce Campbell. I could have seen this going to Bruce Campbell. Not yeah. that she didn't do a good job, mm-hmm. but I think that would have been a better choice. But Sigourney Weaver is also a bigger name. I mean, she's Ripley. I know. It would have been cool for Bruce Campbell because as we said now, and when we were watching the movie, there was a huge Evil Dead feel mm-hmm. going on in this movie. And the campiness of it, too. Yeah. So that would have been cool. But now that I saw her, it's fitting, especially her voice. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. We did recognize her Right away, voice. yes. Very, very interesting. She has a very recognizable mm-hmm. voice. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Any other fun facts that you may have? Well, we were kind of gagging when we saw this scene. Which so one? the girl who's called I th- the whore in oh, of the yeah, group yeah. Mm-hmm. is dared to make out with a stuffed wolf that's nailed to the walls. Yes. And she does. Now, in order for her to tolerate doing this, they covered the wolf's tongue with powdered sugar mm. or crystallized sugar or something like that. Okay. So a spoonful of sugar. Sugar. Helps making out with a wolf Easier? go down? I guess. <laughs> I Ooh, that must have been so awkward for uh, her. Can you imagine being on there? No, I can't. <laughs> Ew. Anything else? Uh, I Oh, yes. So, AFX Studio. We've talked about this mm. before. Heather Langenkamp, I think I pronounced that correctly, mm-hmm. who plays Nancy 
in A Nightmare on Elm Street. She did the special effects makeup on this movie. Nice. And let me tell you, there's some awesome makeup in this movie. Yes. So props to her. Yeah. She works with her, I think it's her husband husband or partner um, at this studio. And this is now what she does. Excellent. Yeah. I approve of this message. Kudos to her. Absolutely. (laughs) All righty. Well, if that's it for movie facts today, Mm -hmm. then let's just get into this movie. Let's head into movie observations. All right. Mom introduce our characters all right i am going to introduce them by three names their okay name their real name followed by the their actual name in the movie and then the character that they are modeled after because that all plays into this whole crazy thing of this so yeah we have Kristen connelly as dana polk she is a college student and she's designated as the virgin yes what did you call her? Oh, yes. I felt like she was the poor man's Dakota Johnson. And I can see that. Yeah. She really looked like her, but not at the same time. Yeah. There was, it was kind of weird. It was. It was weird. Okay. And then we have Archie, actually. Archie. He just arrived into the room. Just walked in. He literally made and a grand Yes, he sure did. Yes. Then we have Chris Hemsworth, who is Kurt Vaughn. And he's a sociology sociology major and a football jock. So he is designated the athlete. Yes. We have Anna Hutchinson as Jules, and she is a pre-med college student. She's also Kurt's girlfriend, and she's designated as the whore. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. the one who makes out was a powdered tongue uh, wolf. Yep. <laughs> Fran France, Krantz, sorry. Fran Krantz as Marty... And he's the college students that they've designated as the fool, and he's the pothead. Hmm. We have Jesse Williams, uh, and his name in the movie, sorry, is Holden. And he's Kurt's football mate and designated as the scholar. Yes. So that's that cast. Then we have the facility technicians, who we find are playing God, so to speak, with these people. Yep. Richard Jenkins as Gary. Mm-hmm. And Bradley Whitford as Steve Hadley. And, yes. of course, we have Sigourney Weaver as the director. The director. <laughs> I like it. And these are some names. Like, you, you know, we know who Crims... Crims? Here we go again. Oh, here we go again. What is it? What is it about this guy's name? All right. So while we were watching this movie, <laughs> Erica tried to say Chris Helmsworth. Hell, What? Hemsworth. Oh, my God. Now you've screwed me up. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Chris Hemsworth. And she kept calling him Crims. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I said it so genuine. Crims. Yes. And I'm <laughs> like, what? What? Oh, so embarrassing. Indeed. <laughs> All right. So we know who Chris Hemsworth is. Basically, uh... Thor, yes, aka Eye Candy, indeed. In anything he's in, mm-hmm. this is the first time I th- believe I see him with an American accent. I mean, I really haven't seen him in much besides Thor. This, I feel like I, I saw him it. in something else. I can't even and tell you quite recently too, but I I don't remember. Well, either way, and then um, we do have Sigourney Weaver, Brad Bradley. 
Whitford. We know him from, he's in Get Out. He's the dad in Get Out. And he's in Handmaid's Tale. Oh, that's him. Okay. I didn't know which one of the two it was. I didn't know what his name was. Yes. And you recognized him right away. By his voice. By his voice. Yeah. But it was really weird to look at him in mm-hmm. this movie and then think of him as, um, oh my God, what is, is he the general? What did he called in, in uh, Commander Lawrence. Commander Lawrence. Thank yeah. you. I know. He has aged significantly. He has. Or it's makeup. I It could be either. Um, and this other guy, Richard Jenkins, mm-hmm. he was the other guy with him. He's very familiar. And he's been in a lot of stuff. He's been in Burn After Reading, Step Brothers, Let Me In, Jack Reacher, uh, Bone Tomahawk, um, The okay. Last Shift, The Humans, and Nightmare Alley. So okay. this guy's been around a lot. That's why he looks so familiar. Yeah. Um, and he's been nominated for a bunch of stuff. So cool. he's been around. So, I mean, it has some people in it. Yes, and it, um, it delivered. All right. So now we have our characters. Mm-hmm. So let's just talk about the movie. Let's go to the woods, people. Yeah. Let's go get to in the, the woods. woods. This movie starts off very strange because mm-hmm. it starts in a lab facility and you don't know what's going on. You just know that there's some big event going right. down. That's like all these, we kind of get a hint you're at. You're plucked into the middle of a conversation. Yeah. That's basically what it is. And you're like, what the, what the hell are they talking about? Right. They almost sound like they're talking about a sporting event. Yes. And it kind of is. <laughs> well, yes. In its own way. They we later find out they take bets and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So we, it's like what you said. We were caught in the middle of a conversation. Did you remember anything about this movie? No. At all? Very little. Very little. Okay. Very little. I remembered a lot of it, surprisingly, like the premise of it, but not details. I didn't remember this part of it. Okay. I did. I, I did remember the cabin. I remembered all the weird, uh, what would you call them? evil figures or mm-hmm. representation of horror, horror that they have people. in the facility. Yeah. I did remember that, but mm-hmm. that was about it. Okay. So, okay. yeah. I was just curious how much you had mm-hmm. actually remembered. And then we go straight to the college kids. Right. That they're all getting ready to go to a cabin in the woods that mm-hmm. Kurt's cousin bought some cabin and they're going to go out there for, what, a weekend, mm-hmm. you know, to do the college thing, hang out. Right. The youth the activities <laughs> and we meet our cast of characters they th- the thing that stuck out at me is that Jules dyed her hair she went from I, it sounds like she went from a brunette to maybe a blonde mm-hmm. and it's important because apparently this facility is targeting these five friends right we learned that quickly we learned that quick at the beginning mm-hmm. and we learned that they put something in the dye Right. To help to start controlling them. Mm-hmm. So that's how extensive this is. And even when they leave their dorm or apartment, wherever they were they're at, already they're already being con- watched. Yeah, they're already under control of some type. Yeah, which is insane. That That's a lot of power and control and creepy back in 2012. <laughs> yes. Can you imagine now? I Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> As they're driving. So they drive to the cabin in the woods, which I know you found weird in an RV. Yeah. Or in a camper. Uh-huh. They went to a cabin in the woods in a camper. Right. Because that Instead doesn't, of a car. That didn't make any sense to me. Why would you go to a cabin in a camper? 
Unless they were going to go from the cabin somewhere else to camp later after that weekend. Uh, they didn't even talk about that. So no. no. It, was I, their I modes of, it was their means of transportation. Is it just me being stupid or what? I think you're just overthinking it. Okay. I don't know. No? You're not convinced? No. <laughs> it makes sense to me. Kurt owns a camper. I don't know. That's his usual car. He drives around. That's how he drives around. In a camper. He just picks up people. <laughs> right. Well, okay. hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Maybe it's because he's part of the football team and they have to travel. Is that a thing in college football? I think that the college provides the transportation <laughs> to and from. I figured, but I was trying to find some justification. No. I think it's just his car of choice. He got this deal. And he's, <laughs> he's just driving around in a camper. All right. If Cam- anybody campus. out there has ever just had a camper <laughs> as their main source of transportation, I'd like to know. But think about it. You can drive around with a bed and a bathroom. And a kitchen. And a kitchen. So if you're driving somewhere, mm-hmm. oh my God, I need a snack. Now I don't have to go to McDonald's and buy some fries. I can just park and make a at burger? a CVS uh-huh. and heat up some chicken nuggets <laughs> in my camper and eat. While I'm at it, let me go poop and pee. And take a shower? Maybe. Not. How about a nap? Take a quick nap before you go home. Okay. There's so many possibilities to owning a camper as your main vehicle. <laughs> Oh my God, this could be groundbreaking. I commute an hour every day to work. I would benefit from a camper. So you would pull over on the turnpike and like maybe have a snack? Yeah, I could have a breakfast on my way to work. (laughs) Pull over and make breakfast. Right, right there on the turnpike. Okay, you do that. And then pull back in and be like, all right, I'm ready. (laughs) I could have just done this at home, but let me do it on the way. Right, because you've got a camper. Right. That's your main source of transportation. Yeah. But there are times when I've been driving to work and I'm like, oh my God, I need to use the bathroom. Mm. What am I going to do? Do you pull off and stop at a something? No, no. I I wait until I get to work. But with a camper. You could just pull over. I could just pull over and go use my own personal bathroom. That's a pretty good benefit. This is a weird tangent, isn't it? Yes. But (laughs) I will say it again. If somebody out there that's listening has ever had a camper <laughs> as their main source of transportation, please go to our socials on Facebook or on Instagram and look for the post about this movie and let us know. Like, what was that like? I really want to know. <laughs> I see the benefit. So Listen, I, I see your weird point of view, but I yes. want to know if somebody's ever done that. And more cool. importantly, why? Don't end, don't open this door. I, open I, I a lot have of to open this Pandora's box door. Excellent. Whatever. Excellent. All right. Well, anyway, so they drive this camper all the way to this cabin. Now, when they're driving there, they have to stop at, they stop at a mysterious gas station. Yes. Folks, <sighs> mysterious, run down, creepy looking gas stations never pan out well for people. That should be another rule, honestly. Yeah. Don't stop at a weird gas station. I mean, look at Texas Chainsaw. Look at a lot of movies. Look at 31. Right. I mean, come on, people. Yeah. Have you not learned? Mm Mm-hmm. They don't learn. They never learn. But they stop. They get gas. But of course, they're met with, you know, 
a creepy dude mm-hmm. who talks to them in this weird backwards way of trying to warn them. Right. I think. I, you think, but then you find out he's working for the facility. Exactly. Did you get the sense that he was initially? That he was trying to, like. No, that he was working with the facility. Or did I you did. think he was on his own? No, I felt that he was some kind of setup. Yeah, me too. Maybe it's because in the back of my mind I remembered, remembered. but I didn't remember as I was watching the movie. Same. But you never know. Yeah. But I had a feeling that this was part of the facility. Yes, me too. So, because it was just so perfect, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, hmm. and it's funny, huh? He called Kurt's girlfriend a whore. Yes, which is now interesting because that's the you know her title. That's her title in the sacrifice, right? In the ritual. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting foreshadowing that yes. he did know. Yes, he did about what's going on. Anyway, indeed, when they do get their gas and they leave, they have to drive through this really scary t- one way ish tunnel. Uh huh. And as they're going through this tunnel, there's a bird flying, and you think, oh, look how pretty, and then all of a sudden this bird smashes into this invisible force field. field. Yeah, like a force field. And you quickly realize that they're going into some encased area with Mm -hmm. an invisible force field until you crash into it. Yeah. Like, you don't know you're on it until you're on it. And of course, they don't see it because they're in the tunnel. Correct. They get to the cabin- And after this quick break, let's find out what happens in the cabin in the woods. We're at the cabin, Mm -hmm. and it looks like Evil Dead. I mean, it it looks and screams Evil Dead. Yes, even the shit in the floor. Yeah, the, what is it, the trap door? Yeah, whatever it's called, the basement Basement door, door. Yeah, that thing. It's amazing. Yeah. But even, like you said, the angle of it, the styling of it, mm-hmm. and the cabin looks really run down, but when they go inside, it doesn't look bad at all. No, it looks it's pretty, pretty cool nice. in there. Yeah. And it's pretty big, like it's deep mm-hmm. in, because yeah. it looks small width-wise, but lengthwise. It's it very long. It looks pretty, pretty big in there. Mm-hmm. And they do the usual, the exploring. Um, so there's Kurt and Jules who are together. Mm-hmm. Right, then we have Dana, who's the, the virgin. She's there by herself, or the right. single girl. And then we have Holden, who's the single guy. And they seem to like each other, right. but are not acting on it. Right. They share a room next to each other. Holden doesn't like this weird painting on his wall. Can so you he, blame him? I don't blame him. It's a little brutal. I mean, somebody's being disemboweled in the picture and a sheep or some some kind of animal too it's just very disturbing picture maybe it was the animal i don't know but it was pretty disturbing and he takes it down and what did he discover there's a two-way mirror between the rooms yes and i just think it's interesting how human curiosity takes over right because he knows it's wrong Mm -hmm. and he's watching dana starting to undress and he should have right technically immediately like just put the painting back up or, or just go something. running right but he hesitates because he likes it right well he likes and her he's curious. and he's curious i mean right. i just think it's funny how you he knows it's wrong and the immediate reaction should be like oh shit let me go run and tell her or mm-hmm. cover this up and then go tell her but mm-hmm. he lingers for a little while it's only when she's really about to like get naked right that he's like oh shit and, and he, he pounds on there yeah and he's like no so i mean that also should have been 
a huge red flag for these people. Mm-hmm. Like, why is this in here? Like, there's no normal person who has this in a cabin. But these are people who have a camper as a vehicle. Apparently, yes. So who the hell knows what's normal to them mm-hmm. or not? <laughs> <laughs> it's important to note that they are being watched. 100% being watched everywhere in mm-hmm. all angles. Mm-hmm. In this cabin. By by, everyone at this facility. Right. But mostly Gary and Steve. They are like the, they're orchestrating the results of this, Mm -hmm. right? They're even talking about, oh, you got to pump in more pheromones or something in there to get them to act a certain way. So they are controlling even the environment of the cabin to get a reaction out of the Yeah, they they intoxicate them. Yeah. Pretty much. A mind-altering drug. Nice. On top of the dye that's uh-huh. on the girl's head. Yeah. The guy, you know, the kids settle in. I'm calling them kids. The the college kids settle in and then they end up in the cellar. Because mm-hmm. it, it it blows open on yes. its own. Right. Which is part of the whole thing. Right. And they don't realize that they're not behaving like themselves because the Yet. The the whore was and I, I hate using that word, but Yeah, me too. That's how she's referred to, is doing this very suggestive, sexually charged dance mm-hmm. in front of all of them. And what do you call them? Crims? Crims. <laughs> well, Kurt. Kurt. He doesn't care. Is her boyfriend. And he's just like, yeah, all right. Right. And you can tell that they're not behaving normally. Right. Then the door blows open to the trap door. Yeah. And they all go down into the basement. Right. And I don't know why they were going in there. You just you you just never understand why they do these things. Mm-hmm. They these people none of these f- five people watched a horror movie in their life. Right. Maybe the stoner because he's the only one who had some sense. Yeah. The whole movie. He's, <laughs> the stoner. I forgot what happened particularly that he kind of had a feeling something was off. Well, he kept he was very paranoid about the place. Yeah, but since he's always <laughs> stoned, I mean, right. You can't tell what's Real, what's real paranoia versus because he's high, right? Right. Anyway, they start touching shit in there, and and this is all part of the game. Exactly. It's <clears throat> which object they're gonna choose and what quote unquote monster comes or out creature they're gonna conjure. And it's Dana who reads a diary. They get to you know they get to a Latin section, and this this is when the stoner was like, no. Don't read that. Right. Why would you That's read that? Right. He did say that. And again, very evil dead-like. Yeah, very much. And very. she read it. And of course, we get a conjured situation. Mm-hmm. And it's a zomb- zombified Buckner family. The one that she's actually reading about. Right. They look really cool, by the way. They were scary looking. They were pretty scary. There was one that looked uh, like a bagul in yes. certain instances. Yes. And lighting a couple and- of times, the tall guy whose face, yeah. you could never see him yeah. quite well. Yeah. And you're right. You you. I was looking at it it's like, what does he remind me of? And then you said it. He kind of has a bagulish feeling. Look. Yeah. He kind of does. And bagul is the evil one in Sinister, in yes. case you don't know. And you must watch that movie. If yes. you're a horror fan, I our first season it's it. in June, and that was my pick. Don't watch, don't don't watch, but do listen to season two when we go over part two of that movie. But yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The, so, like we said, these zombies are released, and the, you know the 
they go back to acting very strange. You know, they play truth or dare. I think this is out of order, but the point is like, and this is when Jules makes out with the the wolf on the wall, it's which a is taxidermy. I don't know if wolf, you, yeah, taxidermist, taxidermalid. Very mm. awkward scene, and just like ew, yeah. But this is where. Jules and Kurt, they're like, oh, let's go outside because they're going to go have sex outside, which is so strange. Right. Right. And that's when I think it was Holden. He's like, why? Or I don't know if it was Marty that said they're not acting normal. He's a sociology major. Why is he acting like such a jock? Right. And her too. Like she's not normally like that. She's She's a pre-med. You know, what's up with them? They're acting very, very strange. Mm Mm-hmm. And that explained it because we were like, what the hell is wrong with these people? Like, why is Kurt okay with this girl almost lap dancing on Holden? Right. With no problem. He's like, yeah. He was egging her on. Yeah. And we were like, uh, this is a really strange relationship. <laughs> they get attacked, of course, because like every horror yeah, movie. Yeah, but wait, they're manipulated yeah. because, uh, what are their names? I can't, I can't remember their names. The two in the facility. Oh, Steve and Gary. Yeah, Steve and Gary release pheromones, Mm -hmm. which now gets them all hot and bothered over each other. And while they're trying to start to get it on, the zombies come. Yes, and they get Jules really bad and really quick. Yeah. And we thought Kurt was done for. I was devastated. Yeah. I'm like, how could we lose Kurt this early? Yeah, we can't lose Crims this soon. We can't lose him that. We can't lose eye candy that quick. That's fucking ridiculous. I know, right? Give us a little more. <laughs> oh, and apparently they're... So this is a worldwide ritual competition thing that's going on. And right. This facility, the American facility, is in competition with a Japanese facility. Right. And it looks like Japan has failed, so the American facility is the, quote-unquote, last hope. Right. Because we of don't the world. know. There's, this is some kind of sacrifice ritual for something, and we don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. it's this huge deal. And it seems like it happens every year. I don't know if they ever explain that, but... It seems like it's every year. Is it every year? Because they said, yes, because they were betting in the facility, they were betting on what was going to get conjured. Ah. And then when they got the zombified Buckner family, every you know the people who didn't guess them were disappointed, and they're like, oh, better luck next year. Oh, that's right. So it is yeah. a yearly So it is a yearly, a yearly event. Thing. And you'll see this big dry erase board with people betting on what it was going to be, like yeah. zombies, merman, different types of zombies, werewolf, vampires, anything horror was on that board. Should have mm-hmm. freeze-framed. Yeah. That board. I'm sure it's online somewhere. And it's interesting that you mentioned Merman because that kind of, one of the two guys, I don't remember their, I, I remember Steve. their names, but I don't know who is who. Steve, that's the Steve? Handmaid's guy. Okay, He Handmaid wanted the guy. Merman. He's like, I, I've always wanted to see a Merman and they keep mm. telling him, no, you don't. Yeah. You really, really don't. Right. They're like. That's a strong no, sir. You yes. don't want to see him. <laughs> and he soon finds out that he didn't really want to. For real. For real. <laughs> anyway, so we think, we know for sure Jules is dead. And we think Kurt is dead. Mm-hmm. The zombies show up at the house. And now it's the the other three trying to escape. Holden, uh, Dana, and what's his name? Marty. In the RV. In the RV. But wait, Marty 
actually discovers some surveillance equipment. He does. In his room. And he starts to really flip out. I know. And then the people in the facility are like, uh-oh, <laughs> now what? Yeah. All right, I messed up. This is another movie. We've had this happen a couple of times. The names here don't match for me. The names for me are difficult to yeah. remember. Yep. So Kurt does come back to the cabin and he escapes. It's Kurt, Holden, and Dana who escape. Marty seems to have gotten killed by That's one of the zombies. Right, by we one think of the he zombies. got it. And yeah. I was also upset because I'm like, how could you kill maybe the only smart one right. in this group? Exactly. He's like the Randy of this group from Scream, but mm -hmm. in this movie. So it's them three escaping. They get back to the tunnel, but the the surveillance people. Uh, make it explode so right. they can't leave because now they're freaking out. They're like, oh my God, they're going to escape. We can't let them escape. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to do the, make the Collapse tunnel. Collapse the tunnel, but somebody failed to do it on time, right. apparently. And there was a whole ruckus about that. Oh yes, somebody's which getting hilarious. fired. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of funny stuff going on, like mm -hmm. ha ha funny, yeah. with the facility itself. Yeah, because of how ridiculous, <clears throat> but serious this is. Yes. You know, it's like you're, playing with five people's lives and you right. think it's funny you're betting on it that's not okay it's like 31 but not right in a different in brutality. a very different way yes <laughs> so now they're stuck going back and they get this genius idea of kurt being evil knievel right and using their motorcycle to jump from to one, the other side because the, the the tunnel is in a C, in, yes. in the curve of a C shape. Right. <laughs> and he thinks that he can jump from that side before the tunnel to the other side of the exit of the tunnel. Right. But little does he know that there is... <laughs> that force field. That's right. And you see him flying through the air and then zap. Oh my God, it was so funny though. It but like hilarious. Really it was so shocking it was because first we were cracking up uh-huh and we're like oh my god first i met this is where i said crims uh-huh so is. i lost it on that yes then we started cracking up about this guy's gonna be evil knievel now not <laughs> right. only is he thor now he's evil evil knievel too yeah and then the thing is like it looks so good right right he got the jump you could see him he was gonna make it he was gonna, he make, was it. gonna make it across it wasn't that dumb <laughs> And he was going to make it across to go get help. And then, bah! And then, like, a, it's like one of those bug things that they have outside, yes, you know? A zapper. One of those zappers. Like Except a zapper. it was a human zapper. Oh, my God. It was so shockingly funny. Yeah. There's a way, bunk, and then it just down. And he just kept falling. And they showed him just falling and falling until yeah. they just gave up. And With died. his motorcycle. Yeah. It was great. It was unexpected. Now we lost Crims. Yes, now we lost. Now we lost Crims. him. I'm like, damn. At least we got him for a little bit longer. But yeah. And how long did we say it took like an hour I of the so. movie yeah. for it to get here? Mm -hmm. So, you know, but it's really entertaining. Yeah. So now we have Holden and Dana left and now right. they're they figured out that they're being watched mm -hmm. or something's up. They're contained. Yep. They're trying to escape in this camper and poor they make Holden. A great Oh, there was something that was hilarious. What? That we skipped because I, I think it was in my notes. When they go into the tunnel to try to escape and it explodes. Oh. This dude, Crims. Yeah. 
drive that camper (laughs) backwards. Like I would have been banging into the sides of the tunnel. It was a perfect backwards execution. I forgot about that. On a curve, no less. Like perfect. (laughs) It was hilarious. Crims. Crims. That's his name. Crims. (laughs) Now I'll never be able to watch. Thor, without thinking of him as, oh, look, it's Crims. <laughs> I forgot about him backing up. <laughs> backing up with so much confidence. Oh. He got it. I, I got to say, Tammy, thank you for this suggestion. For uh, real. Wow. Oh, my God. I told you did write. I'm like, write that down. How do you back up a camper? <laughs> exactly. In a tunnel. In the dark. At night. Obviously, it's dark at night, but you know what I mean. <laughs> With rubble coming at you uh-huh. at God knows how much speed. Well, I mean, maybe this was a precursor to him turning. Maybe his death <laughs> turned him into Thor. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> at least we got ourselves a Thor, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right, so we're back to Dana and Holden trying to escape, and poor Holden. Yeah. I will say, I'll give this movie the unpredictability of who is going to live and who's right. going to die. Yeah. Because no matter what, Crims is the good-looking guy of this group. You don't, you know, in theory, expect him to die, and he died. Mm-hmm. I did not expect Holden to die, and I didn't he either. got killed bad. Yeah. Right through the throat, that yeah, zombie man. got him. That was pretty bad. That was rough. Yeah. That was rough. So yes. now Dana's left on her own, or so she thinks. But the, the, the facility employees are celebrating because they're success. so excited. They think everybody's dead. She's the only survivor. She's and, the sacrifice. And I that believe. she's going to get beat up by the zombie because now they're like fighting off at the dock because uh-huh. they end up back at the house. And that zombie is beating her senseless. Yeah. That's the one that looks like Bagul. Yeah. At, but these people are celebrating as this woman is getting beaten to death. Yes. It's very disturbing when you really think about it. When you, when you see them all like, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. that lady. Come on, guys. Yeah. Like, it's a human being, people. Let's and this go. is where we discover that Marty is still alive. Is alive. And he has figured a way into this mysterious whatever it is, because they mm-hmm. still don't know, because he found an elevator that goes down. Down into the facility itself. And they do. Mm-hmm. And this is where we discover... This effect was very cool, like the elevator and being able to see these different creatures. And then when they pan out and show you... What it like cages basically glass glass plexi glass cages. But it was kind of like um, <clears throat> I don't know, uh, <clears throat> you know those little games that come on like the on your that you get on your iPhone that the little squares with colors columns. Oh yeah, yeah. But only they were glass, and it was so cool because they were zooming through back yeah. and forth and up and down apparently. Yeah, and they would stop and see this. Horror. A werewolf, a werewolf, or some weird creature, like some guy with saws in its. He kind of reminded me of um, Pinhead, Pinhead yeah, from Hellraiser. Too. Yeah, you see all these evils. Yeah, that are alive and they're being kept in these cages. Yeah, it's really cool when they panned out. I even saw. I don't know if this is on purpose, but you know my mind always goes there when they mm-hmm. panned out. I don't know if you no- noticed they had two twins. Yes, two twin girls. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Is that a Shining reference? I will take it. If it's hidden, if it's not meant to be, I don't care. I will add that it's a Shining reference." 
<laughs> the Grady twins. They also showed Kevin. There was a part where they did, I think it was just the name. Mm-hmm. Now, he is, this was a nod to um, Sin City. Okay. And he's the character, you saw that movie or no? A long time ago. You remember the character that Elijah Wood played? Yeah. How awful he was? Mm-hmm. That's Kevin. Oh, little okay. nod to him. Oh, as okay. well. I so. didn't see him. So. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I thought the way it visually looked was really cool and uh, pretty scary. I mean, that's yes. a lot of crazy stuff to have underground. Yep. <clears throat> I do find it miraculous that in this next 20 minutes, mm-hmm. Dana and Marty are able to survive the chaos, yes. the bloodshed. Yes. The insanity that happens in this facility. Because Mm -hmm. basically, they hide in this security office, and they're being chased and gunned down. Mm -hmm. But of course, they land in the one security office that has that that fall safe Mm -hmm. button. The fail fail safe. safe, Yes. Fall safe. You know what I mean. And of all the offices that had nobody guarding it. In it. But you know, it's a movie. It is what it is. And it's to basically let all hell loose in that facility. And boy, does it get loosed. <laughs> My God. there I mean, there is everything. A crazy it's, unicorn. Yes. You like, were what? like, wait, a unicorn? It's like, they could be dangerous. And it sure was because it impaled it someone. Impaled some guy. You got this little girl who has teeth as a face. Yes. That was weird. It kind of looked like the mouth on um, smile. On, on no, um, gosh, we just see it. Um, Pennywise. Yes. Yep. Just like like just rows of teeth. That was gross. Yeah. You see the saw guy again. You see people with masks. You see a werewolf. Things flying. I mean, it's insane. And the bloodshed is just astronomical. There's so much blood. It's in insane. This. And it's- there's a part of the like these elevators. That hall is just filled with blood. Yeah. And these two are okay. Yeah, they <laughs> manage to survive the carnage, and they, they did. F- then they. F- I don't. Did they go into where the two dudes are? I forget. I honestly don't know. Yes, they did. They got in there, mm-hmm. and Dana stabs one of them by mistake. One of the two guys, the facility guys. Okay. And then the other one is killed by the merman. The merman. Yep. He finds out exactly why you shouldn't. He got his wish. He sure did. He got his wish. And then they get to meet the director, Mm -hmm. who explains basically, and I kind of got the gist of it once we were in there, Mm -hmm. that you need the five sacrifice, the five, you know, the virgin, the athlete, the whore, the fool, and the scholar. Right. This is every year, and it's to appease the ancient ones. The deities. Which are under them. Right. Which are these gods, right? Right. And if they don't, the world will end. Right. So now it's this face-off between the director and Dana and Marty. Because she explains to them that the whore must die first, Mm -hmm. and the virgin either dies or survives. Right. Yes. And that will save humanity. Mm -hmm. It will appease these deities. Yes. So she tells Dana that she has to kill Marty and even gives her a gun. Isn't it a gun that she gives him? Yes. Or gives her? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> gives her a gun. And then I don't remember what happens. Oh, yes. A, 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 the werewolf shows up and yeah. attacks Dana. Yes. 
She survives that miraculously because that looked brutal. But hey, Patience <laughs> is still around. This is Patience Buckner, what the the zombie. She ends up killing the director. Right. And then Marty kills the director and Patience and stays alive with Dana. Right. They decide not to save the world. Right. They smoke a joint and... The whole temple just crumbles around them. Yeah. With this, what, like huge hand Mm -hmm. that comes out? Yeah. Brings it down and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. The world ends in my opinion. The world has ended. Great ending. Yes. Not a happy ending. Exactly. Which you know. I'm here for. I am too. I love that they just sat there. They literally decided that humanity wasn't worth saving. Yeah. While smoking a joint. They're not. I think that may have influenced their decision a little bit? Nah, I don't think so. No? I think they were just over it. They were over it in that moment. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, if I'm going to die, then fuck it, everybody dies. Exactly. Okay, got it. All right. I mean, how were they going to get out of there? That's true. And I I can, they weren't going to, sacrifice each other or do it to one another mm-hmm. so i think they just figured fuck it we'll just We're let the late. world crumble yeah we're gonna watch the world burn yeah Literally. or in this case just yeah hmm. great movie mm-hmm. super super fun yes i did laugh a lot especially in that whole section with <laughs> the camper with the camper and the motorcycle and just all of that mm-hmm. i think it like it's said in the facts it is a a nod to horror movies and traditional horror movies and traditional tropes, right? right. Which is that the whore, the athlete, all yeah. these people get killed. Mm-hmm. But I do like the funny side of it and mm-hmm. making fun of it. And I agree with the whole torture porn because that was very big back then with Hostel and yes, Saw. that's right. It was. Collect- yeah. The collection, the collector, <clears throat> all those movies that were coming out at the time. Mm-hmm. That were brutal and that, you know, all that violence in this movie. The acting was great. Yeah, it was. It actually was good. It was good. It was fitting for what the movie was. I thought the story was very entertaining. A little, very out there, but that's the point. Like, you have to come into this in disbelief of this. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it made sense. Yeah. I just, I really had fun with it. I would watch this again. Oh, yeah. I would definitely watch this. This would be fun with a group of friends, I mm-hmm. would say, because you can laugh and you recognize some actors. It's a, it's a Especially Grimm's. Especially Grimm's, yes. <laughs> and it's incredibly interesting to see him so young. Yeah. And how far he's he's come in Hollywood Even and just Even physically, everything. he is bigger now. Oh, yeah. Because in that movie, he wasn't that he big. He wasn't that big. If you watch the original Thor, he is big, but nothing compared to now. To now. It's like, yeah. whoa, whoa, hey. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. You know, so I had fun. Any final thoughts for you? This was like a roller coaster ride. Yeah. It, it had was. so many ups and downs, good ones, yeah. all of them good. Right. And unexpected, um, like you, that whole camper scene was... <laughs> was hilarious it is so good the bloodbath at the end even i mean i know this sounds weird but it was hilarious that whole carnage was hilarious because it's ridiculous yes like and where are all those well i guess now at the end of the world they all die too i guess they ran for free they they ran ran free free, for a little while maybe an hour they probably went up like to earth and that's what i'm saying man i'm gonna just for like an hour so far away they weren't gonna do anything i know they didn't get their thrills 
That's kind of mean. They yeah. didn't get to live out their horror dreams. Yeah. That's pretty fucked. <laughs> it is fucked. Just saying. Just saying. And you know what they say. You can't start at fucked. That's right. It's from the bear people. Mm-hmm. Go watch that show. Best line ever. I'm telling you. <clears throat> anyway, are we ready to go into some categories? Yes. Yes. Let's kick it off with some sound in movie. Uh, I didn't really find anything notable. Neither did I. Just like and now regular. that I think about it, um, I didn't either. I, okay. I I think I was so into that that anything that was behind, I behind. I did not absorb. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, same. I I didn't either. And then that's okay. It's not neither good nor bad. Mm -hmm. All right, best scene. I'm going to tell you right now, I think we both have probably the same best scene. You tell me if not, the whole damn camper scene. Well, that, the motorcycle. Yes, all of it. I mean, that just The backing up in a cave that's exploding on them. Yeah, That whole montage there was just incredibly shocking, funny, Stupid, Stupid, but good. Just uh, crims. <laughs> <laughs> yes, great scene. I thought it was really well done. Let's talk about best character. Who's your best character? Marty. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. Okay. I mean, I'm always going to choose the the smarter one. And the underdog in a way. And the underdog, because I really, I was so sad when they did kill him. Well, what, when, when I you thought, thought he was dead. Yes. And then when he came back, it's like, Yes, you deserve to be back. Mm-hmm. He was fun to watch. He made the movie, honestly. Think he about to it. to be there. If his character wasn't there, yeah. it would have been not as good as it was. Right. And that's why well, you Really, have, all of the characters. They all played well with but each he, other. But he stood out. He did. Quite a bit. He did. Including, and, and Crims did too. Yes. <laughs> Crims. <laughs> Best unlikable character. I'm going to have to choose... Steve, and that's uh, Commander Lawrence mm-hmm. for your, you know, visual mm-hmm. Bradley Whitford, mm-hmm. because he was awful because of what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's participating in this. I know it's his job, and he's but he was incredibly extra cruel. Yes, but it was a lot of fun to watch him. Yeah, do be that. that way. And then when he gets his come Just up in with the merman it was fantastic mm-hmm. way to end his uh, moment there <laughs> what about you i'm going to say the the entire facility led by him yeah because all of them were despicable they were every single one of them was okay yep with all of this that was going on yep they sure were they're okay with basically murder yeah. Murdering five people every year. Mm-hmm. No knowingly murdering people. Exactly. It's a little strange. So what character, let's go on to our next one. Mm-hmm. What character would you play? I would play Crims. <laughs> I want to be on the motorcycle. <laughs> and crash to your death. Hell yeah. It looked like a fun scene. <laughs> I don't know. It'd just be fun to play somebody so completely opposite of you. Yeah. I'd be I'd be interested in playing that. Cool. You? I, I want to be Marty. I figured. <laughs> I, I figured. think I would fit that role just fine. I think so. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Does this movie hold up? Yes. yes. Actually. More so. Uh, second time was better. <clears throat> was the actual charm. I agree. <clears throat> I have yeah. to agree. It was. I'm glad that we watched this again. I had been. So. Uh, a. I was going to say a nightmare. A podcast on Elm Street recently did this movie, mm-hmm. somewhat recently, and I heard it, and I was like, I must have missed this, what this movie was. Mm-hmm. 
So I haven't heard that episode. I didn't see it pop up on my Spotify. I That's think it weird. was pretty recent. Pretty sure it was this year. Either way. Either uh-huh. way. Go listen to it. Go check them out. Our friends over at a podcast on Elm Street. And it just made me like, I guess I got to rewatch this at some point, mm-hmm. but I also wasn't very motivated. Yeah. Because I, of, I, I wasn't either. Right. Because of my experience in the past. Mm-hmm. So yes, thank you again, Tammy. Definitely. For recommending this so that we would and watch it. And since we're talking about that, Tammy, ha- we had asked her to pick three movies so that we could pick from there. And she recommended, she asked for A Cabin in the Woods. The, the Cabin Orphanage, in the Woods. The Cabin in the Woods, mm-hmm. sorry. The Orphanage and The Messenger. Right. I really wanted to watch The Orphanage, but I wasn't in the mood for that type of movie. Does that make sense? I get it. I was, but I think The Orphanage was going to be our comfort movie. Right. Or it's our comfort zone. I have a feeling we will like it. Mm -hmm. It's You know, I wanted to choose something we were not going to normally Right. Choose. And I had already not liked The Cabin in the Woods. Mm-hmm. Same. So it was when, a challenge. When we both agreed, it was like, okay. And then what was even funnier is, and we've been doing this a lot lately, we haven't really been talking about the movies until day of recording. How we feel about it? Yes. And I think that's better. Yes, I do. T- I did. I almost texted you today and and said, so did you like it or not? Yeah. I had a feeling you did, mm-hmm. but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wait. Let's just wait till yeah. today. And then it's just, you know, because it's just fun that way. It is. And I know Partners in Fright do that. Mm-hmm. They watch the movie together. They do. Or yes. at the same, some, some, sometimes at the same time, but they don't talk about it until they record. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great idea. It's yeah. almost like with the rating. If you have it written down, I feel like you can always influence the other person. Yes, if you see it ahead of time. If you see it ahead of time or if you know ahead of time. Like sometimes you are predisposed to make a decision based on somebody else's decision. Mm -hmm. So I think it is a fun experiment to not talk about how we feel until we'll we'll record it. We are recording. I can't speak. It's been a long week. Yeah, it sure has. But I'm excited about this movie. So it's like blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Anyway. All right, our seven rules. These are our seven rules on how to survive a horror movie. We apply these rules as we watch the movies and see how many rules are broken or not broken and see if they increase or decrease chances of survival. Rule number one, don't say hello or who's there. Rule number two, turn on the lights. Rule number three, don't split up. Rule number four, don't go upstairs in the basement, the attic, uh, the facility. Mm-hmm. Rule number five, why are you going in there if it says don't enter, look spooky, or abandoned? Rule number six, make sure the bad guy is dead. And rule number seven, no Ouija board or seance. I have... Or reading in Latin. True. That's conjuring, <clears throat> so... Yep. Uh, I have don't split up because they did split up. Yep. Don't go into the basement. They mm-hmm. went into the cellar. They sure did. Um... Make sure the bad guy is dead. They didn't make sure any of these zombies were dead. Nope, they sure did When didn't. they attacked them. Nope. And you could argue that that Latin thing is a seance. Yeah, I would say it is. They conjured. So we have four rules broken. Wow. Okay. That's a lot. And guess what? They all died. <laughs> Everybody died. They died. <laughs> <laughs> scream award. How many times does Erica scream in a movie? I, uh, I have zero, zero. for you. Yeah, so this is it's old. not that kind of movie. It's not. It's not. And last, but certainly not least, ratings. 
our rating. Mm -hmm. How many cups of horror, because we are a cafe, do we give this movie? On the count of what? Three, three one. One, two, three. Eight. 8.5. Okay. Very nice. Okay. I like it. Yeah. I like it. And so mine are okay. steaming. So you know I really enjoyed it more. Okay. So. Mine are also eight steaming cups of horror. <clears throat> Definitely a fun movie. We did watch this on H. I'm sorry, Max mm -hmm. with our Max subscription. And you can rent this everywhere else Amazon, Apple TV, Vudu, yeah, YouTube, all the those huge. people. The usual suspects, the, the usual places. I can't thank Tammy enough for this suggestion. Yeah, I me too. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed this movie. I'm very surprised at being able to like these horror comedies. Um, and this one isn't even as like, uh, what's it? Is it Tucker, Dale, Dale Tucker, Tucker and Dale versus evil? That's hilarious, Wait, That man. one's really like in your face funny. Yeah. This one's like, like ready or not is along these lines where it's like it's there mm -hmm. but it's like is that supposed to be funny yep that's funny yeah or, or or coke bear oh but that one's like really ridiculous it's great it is but that one's i know meant that to that be. goes uh, it's kind of on the lines of uh, army of darkness maybe yes like that like that that's definitely Ironically, you like that movie. I, I do like <laughs> Army of Darkness. That's mm -hmm. a good one. It has a lot of lines that you don't realize. A lot realize. of cheesy lines in there. Yeah. I got a bone to pick with, with you. you. <laughs> God. You got to rewatch it. Yeah. It's still really good. I do. I got to watch it because I love that movie. Yeah, me too. Uh, but this was definitely also a fun watch because we've had quite a week. And mm -hmm. this one was a good comedic relief. Oh, gosh, yeah. It was nice to... That was the other reason I was leaning towards this. I'm like, I was also really not in the mood for something dark Deep and, and daunting. Dark. Like How unusual, right? I know. But it know, wasn't that kind of week. This came wasn't. perfect. Again, thank you, Tammy, because this made an otherwise unbearably crappy week Yeah, really good. It did. So thank you. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed it. Let us know what you think. And uh, that's a wrap on... The cabin in the woods. I will say. Yes. You know, for our listeners out there, look at what we did for Tammy. Yes. Send us an email. Or a, what is it, on IG? Direct message? Yeah. You can request a Let movie. Us, yeah. And or, we will gladly you know, do it. Pay us some compliments. And that, we're happy with that. That makes our day. It does make our day. Because I've noticed when we've gotten really nice emails or compliments, it's, Good timing on a bad week or something. Yes. And it's just like, boom, here's this really nice email or comment yeah. or review. Mm -hmm. And uh, we appreciate it. Yep. And uh, we would love to watch a movie. We always ask you send us three yeah. so that we have something wiggle room. Mm -hmm. And it's fun, right? So that you don't know which one we're going to pick yeah. for you. So send in three requests. DM, email, whatever floats your boat. Yep. But send we'll it. We'll be waiting. As you can see, we do do them. Hurry back. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today on Horror Cafe Podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at our handle at Horror Cafe Podcast. You can also check us out on YouTube at Horror Cafe Podcast and Gaming, where we have some short videos, short reviews, and you can watch me play horror games. And you can also visit us at horrorcafepodcast.com where you can learn a little bit about us and also listen to our podcasts. If you're enjoying the podcast, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. 
That'll really help us out. You can also choose to support the podcast with a monthly contribution. The link to this and everything else we've mentioned are in the notes section of the episode. And in the meantime, stay spooky. Bye, everyone. Bye.